okay, this is probably the last one of the year. I don't know. I mean, it's it, December's going by fast, but that's yeah, it is. That's what happens when you are having a lot of fun, and you know, I'm going to mark this as I was saying in the pre-show. I like that. This. Anyway, substance for at least middle of December. Yeah. So, anyway, there's not really much going on at the end of this year. And then I, I figured we could have Duffy gloating about New um, New York winning. And it does open up a weirder concept to me <laughs> is – what does that paint the Red Bull with? Because I mean, they're the one of the originals. Yeah, and they that's don't have true. one. True. Uh, I mean, you think about. It, I mean, and, and just as a neutral, New York Red Bull is one of my favorite teams to watch, just because they're they're fun to watch. They play traditionally, you know, at least since they became Red Bull and they got away from Metro Stars, uh, whatever. Uh, they've actually been really fun to watch, and they've played some really good soccer, but. Um, they just, other than supporter shields, they've got two of those, and that's literally that. That is the extent of their trophy cabinet. Well, I mean, granted, there's still, I mean, I suppose there's still one trophy up on NY NYCFC, but the trophy that you 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 know most people want is that MLS Cup. So, but oh my God, what a weekend! I was like, oh crap, well, going into last weekend, two teams. I I really, I, I mean, we everyone knows my dislike for Portland. Uh, it's a Seattle guy, but I'm not a big New York City fan either. It's just like I'm not even going to watch the game, and I, and I missed most of it. So I'm not going to watch it because if Portland wins, that's two hours of my life I'll never get back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm, but I'm like the the home opener for the Major Arena Soccer League was also on Saturday, so I was I went to the Tacoma Stars game. So I'm, it's a nice day. Finally, the rain broke, and it's the first time it hadn't rained in a couple of days. So I said, you know what? I haven't done any walking. So I, I walked down to my normal Saturday watering hole, have a couple of beers, and they have it on the big screen. They have the Army-Navy game on the little TV. Well, it's mm. still a big TV. And then on the big projection TV on the wall, they have MLS Cup. And I'm like, oh, oh, great. So, And when I was walking down, I said, oh, I'm going to see what the score is. And it was one nothing. New York I went, oh, sweet. And it's in the 90th minute. So I'm oh, cool. You know, New York's probably going to win. I'll get in. I'll sit down and I'll and I won't have to worry about it. <laughs> and I cross the street and it's tied. 94th minute. Portland ties it. Uh, so I watched the extra time just going, oh, crap. You know, because you think you tie it in the 94th minute. Portland's got all the momentum and they're going to they're going to probably figure it out, uh, especially at Providence Park. And. <laughs> Then it goes to PKs, and then Sean Johnson uh, doing his best Matt Turner. You know, bam, 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 saves three penalties, and, uh, you know, New York wins. I mean, their second penalty taker for New York, that was a horrible penalty. And he just kicked it right to uh, uh, Steve Clark. But um, Sean Johnson was quite impressive on that penalty shootout. Yeah, and, and people forget about him. He was once in – the camps for the national team. And I mean, he's, he was still at, he was in the last three. He's kind of taken that Mark, uh, Nick Romando third goalkeeper uh, role. You know what I mean? Uh, always. He's always a reliable guy that they bring into camp. You know, he's, I think he's just happy to be there. He doesn't really care. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure he wants to play, but you know, 
Marcus Hahnemann was that guy too, you know, has a handful of caps, but you know, uh, just the misfortune of being stuck behind some really good keepers. I mean, USA still has a boatload of really good keepers, you know, uh, and Sean's one of them. And this has to help, you know, cause oh, yeah. I mean, you save, I mean, save three penalties in Portland talking about a hostile environment and New York wins and my uh, faith in the world and balance has been restored. And then the expansion draft came and we didn't lose any players. Yeah. Which was, which was fun. I still don't get Charlotte coming in. I I mean, Uh, and and they want that NFL money. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know if there's a big soccer I don't remember there ever being much soccer hot, you know, hotbed in Charlotte. You know, I know they've had some USL teams in like uh, Cary. I think that's where, uh, Mm -hmm. but I think ultimately they have an owner for the football team that has big money and they want that high, that big money donor. And now they kind of have that spot since Sacramento kind of got coveted out of the uh for the foreseeable future out of the expansion loop and that that ship might have sailed on sacramento because i think their their big money owner kind of pulled out when COVID hit so uh i think they just want that money well i mean i get it you know you you get a high big money owner you want to try to get them into the league but uh it'll be interesting so i hope it does well i don't i don't want teams to to, to struggle, you know, but it's not the new team seems to be struggling. Oh, I mean, Cincinnati, they do great in the stands, but man, I have, they're like Chivas USA and trying to figure it out on the pitch. I mean, they've, what are they four years in and they're on like their fourth or fifth coach. I mean, good Lord. Uh, and Pat Noonan. Yeah. Good, good luck, buddy. Oh yeah. You just, you look at, you look at that and I mean, not like they're even trying at this point, but you know, I when I, when I was watching them, I I like seeing the sidelines of these man of these well, not the the sporters sides. Yeah. If you don't really see too much crap coming from the fans in MLS, there, there's some. Yeah. But now that we finally have fans back in stands, I, I'm thinking I'm like, okay. We're still going to get the we're still going to get the Mexicans. We're still going to get that Mexican chant that should not be around. I mean, let's no, be honest. I mean, Regardless of what side you sit on, you shouldn't be chanting crap like that. No, I think if I think if you want to get rid of that chant, honestly, you have to conquer cap, and I don't think they have the the uh, guts to do it. Is not ban fans. It's just ban forfeit i mean start doing forfeits you know make them forfeit a game you know bam you know that would stop it because i mean right now mexico they had to forfeit a game and whoever they're playing is already i mean it might not be fair to the teams other teams in the thing but i mean they're in third place right now you know Uh, yeah exactly and but see what i'm getting at is i mean with i mean i know you You'd rather have a hangnail than say anything positive about Portland. Yeah. 
But, I mean, that's the one of the franchises. I mean, I get it that they would do stuff against Seattle yeah. and San Jose. I get that. Because that's one of the fun things about with all sports mm-hmm. is just the, the – I don't know if you could call it really hatred. No, nah, soccer point. hatred. That's what I call yeah. it. Yeah. But Not real throwing hate. something at New York FC yeah. because you don't like them, and yet if, if you're trying to – use that well we're the first we've been here since the first since NASL no you haven't let's be honest there's a good portion of time you guys were a defunct team Mm -hmm. it's the same thing I have with the Cosmos yeah I mean you could you could say that with Seattle to a point there's some dark dark years in that lineage yeah I don't deny it because we're coming up on 50 years uh, in a few years. Um, yeah. The sound so, is history. Mean, you look at they want to claim and... it. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay with it. But I don't have an issue with, with New York winning because they're new. You know, yeah. That's the that's the nature of, of Major League Soccer. That's why it's always – that's with a cap. As long as you have people in charge that know what they're doing, you're going to have a shot at having a good team because you got – uh, GMs or whatever, coaches that know what they're doing. They know how to find players, you know, and do whatever they have to do. And watching the, the coach of NYC strip down to his shorts and do the put, the push-ups, I mean, that was cool. I mean, I had to admit, I, I enjoyed that. Um, but in fairness to the Tim, uh, Timber fans, you know, the one whoever threw the whoever threw the beer, he got outed by everybody around him, and they tossed oh, him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you got to yeah. give him that a little bit. And, I mean, I've been – I loved when I, I went to the Sounders Portland game in Portland in 2014, that 4-4 insane game uh, where Dempsey scored the penalty late to tie it. And uh, they held us in the stadium for an extra half hour to kind of let the Portland fans clear out before they let us go. And like I said to a buddy of mine, I said, yeah, I'd never had been flipped off and swore at so much in my life. Uh, and it was fun. And we gave it right back, you know. At no point through that whole experience, even walking the streets after the game, walking to get something to eat, you know, we're still having going back and forth with people, but I never felt unsafe. You know, I never felt like I was in danger. You know, we, we, we gave it back and forth. You know, some of it was good nature. Some of it wasn't. There's a couple of guys that were kind of jerks, but you know, that's all right. I've yeah. seen Sounder fans that I know, and I, they're jerks too. So, you know. Yeah, but, I mean that that that's the that's the thing with that. I mean, uh, yeah. I I see that they all took them out. I mean, if if we all go ahead and have issues with first teams winning, um, Atlanta was new when the, was yeah. newish when they got it, but Portland you know, was newish I, when they won it. We were newish, sort of, yeah. when we won it. You know. Yeah. It, Which is, we were, so, what was it 2016, 2009? So, you know, do the math. We weren't even 10 years in yet. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and the fun thing with how New York's NYCFC did it is Ronnie Delia is nuts to begin with. Mm-hmm. He was a, he, he has a, I think one or two of the titles in the eight in a row with Celtic or huh? something. I didn't know there. That. 
Yeah, he he's between the two um, Neil Lennon years. Mm-hmm. No, he's between one of them and um, one of them's Brendan Rogers. Right. Brendan left and they had to get um, Neil, and that just killed that. His yeah. second season killed that one. Yeah. Sometimes you can't yeah. go back home again because I know I remember when when Neil came back. I went, oh, that's great because Neil had such a great run, and Neil is he was a Celt, great Celtic player. You know, ah, it makes perfect sense, but you know, you can't always go home again. So, you know. yeah, exactly, and that's and 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 it's funny, and he canceled it off of a he they lost off of a off of a blue sided great year. I mean. You're beginning to see Stephen Gerrard actually is a real decent manager because he's doing yeah. he's doing well with Aston Villa. I yeah, mean, I have to give him credit. You know, yeah, I mean, right. he's not really go, he's not really going. He didn't really go toe to toe with Liverpool, but I don't think that's a club he can he will can beat because you know how he he is how much because that's the only EPL team he ever played for. Right. Because he never, and I don't think he ever went on loan anywhere. So, mm, yeah, I don't the, think so. Yeah, I don't think that's so. That's the only one outside of being at Aston Villa that he's, so, I mean, him ever beating them is going to be weird for him, even though yeah. he grew up at, even though he grew up an Everton fan. But that's, that's part for the course. Jamie Carragher was a um, Everton fan growing up, too. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just showing that. Maybe you can get the coaches out of the SPL. Yeah. And they can do well. I mean, now I'm not saying you're not going to be able to take someone from Dundee United and put well, them in at, at Tottenham or get someone from Aberdeen and bring them to uh, Man United. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that I would agree. I mean, I think people, that's a little overblown. I mean, oh, well, he's never met. I mean, granted, yeah, there's probably different pressures at a big club than at a small club. But some of the pressures at a small club are just trying to make it to the next day. Uh, but you look at Villa, I mean, I was kind of, I like Dean Smith. That's kind of sad to see him get let go. But he, they basically got him from the lower leagues, you know, Brentford. I know he coached at Brentford and went from Brentford to Villa. Uh, but, um, I mean, I think Gerard was smart. I, I, to be honest, I thought he had bit off too much more than he could chew when he went right to Rangers. I thought maybe he should have started a little smaller, but he proved. He said, "Wow, well, you know, you're wrong," and he definitely proved that by winning the league. I mean, you can't really yeah. ask for much more than that. And you know, probably a good time to uh, move up because you know, strike with irons hot. I mean, what more can he do at? sell at rangers i mean once you've won the title in scotland unless you just want to you that's like 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 if it was liverpool like if he had if he had went to liverpool and won the league title i i could see him being that kind of man well you know i'm a liverpool legend as a player now i have a chance to be a liverpool legend as a coach and i'm never gonna leave but um i don't think he was ever i mean and he might end up at liverpool at some point maybe down the road, but uh, I think going to Villa was a good move for him because it's not, it's, it's a big club, but they're not, you don't have that pressure of being in the top five yet, you know, and I think Villa fans, they're just happy to be back. I think they were down for so long. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't even that long, but they it, it didn't. There was a time it didn't look like they were ever going to get back up, or they were going to be insolvent. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. Uh, but I think know. Ev- I think eventually Gerard does go. But here's the strange thing about Hop's not an old man. Yeah, and I don't I mean, see him not, anytime soon. Yeah, he's not young. I mean, he's made some. He's made some noise about this contract being his last and that he's going to retire. But he's not going to get the German national team because Angie Flick is young. I mean, yeah. Angie Flick, I think, is younger than Gerard at this point. And he basically, his first managing job, he went into Bayern and won everything. Mm-hmm. He ruled all of Europe and the world and was hitting his hand at Germany. So, I mean, yeah. that's... He doesn't have to go, and without Germany, national team takes managers. He could yeah. be there for twenty years, like Joachim Lowe was. I mean, yeah. If you That's think about point. it, it's been a long time since Jurgen Klinsmann's been the manager of, of Germany. It's been mm-hmm. a long time, and Lowe followed him. So yeah, that's true. So, yeah, yeah, what I mean, was that? Oh six, when yep. he was the manager of, of Germany, Klinsmann, and then it was low, and it was low forever. I mean, granted, I understand why. I mean, they were winning everything, you know. So, um, he will be the interesting one if he shows back up at a club. Yeah, that would Is be it- weird because it would be hard, I think, to be a national team coach for that long. And then go back into club football because the dynamics totally different, you know. And as long, I mean, it wasn't like one cycle either. I mean, he did a couple of World Cup cycles and Euro cycles. So uh, he, yeah, uh, it would be interesting to see him uh, go back into a club. I would see him more likely take on a more of a, a higher up the the front office kind of role or something, maybe something with the Federation. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can see it with <laughs> that. There's a lot of, the, a lot of those, a lot of those, a lot of his players that came through the national team mm-hmm. are now into coaching. I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he, he, can, he, he had an entire in. generation literally through his, his tenure, you know, guys like uh, that started young and retired and before he did as national teamers. You know, so he had a, I mean, it was a great run. I mean, it's a legendary run. So, you know, and he wasn't one. There's always those old managers, you know, Brazil's got them. Spain's got them that they always, okay, we're in a pinch. You know, Bruce Arena would kind of be that for the USA. I don't think he'd be that anymore, but oh crap, we're in trouble. Bring that guy back, you know, because they did that with Bruce. They did that with, um, I can't remember his name. The Spanish manager won the world cup, you know, because he'd had a couple of different stints with Spain. You know, before he finally uh, had the team that just won everything. So, heck, you know, they're, I, they're the, heck, they do that in Brazil so many times. I mean, uh, Catino came in three times before yeah. he died in '81. Um, Zabago, I think, it was another three times. Um, Dunga has done it twice. Mm-hmm. Big Phil coached every team in Brazil and the national team. Yeah, and, <laughs> And if, and if Maradona had lived, he probably would have had one more shot at the national team. Yeah. I mean, he was not that much of a he was not that much of a manager, but I mean, that's Maradona right there, yeah. and he 
he had already gone, he had been in it. He was at a team in Argentina, so mm. he gets a title, which. I think if he had ran for office in Argentina with all his shit, he still would have got elected because oh, he's Maradona. Yeah. You know. which, is, which is funny about that <laughs> is how he would gently put his fingers into the presidency of Boca very mm-hmm. rarely. You see someone like Raquelme, who's one of the vice presidents right now, yeah. You don't hear him talk. I mean, there's the, you realize this. No one's written a biography on Raquel. I know. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, because I, I was Googling that to write something for the Boca book. I'm like, okay, really? We've got like 10 books out on Pele alone. Mm-hmm. Four of them he's written or ghost written at this point. Which is, is sad if you think about Raquel. I mean, because he didn't, I mean, he went to Europe for like a minute. And didn't it wasn't for him apparently he just you know he, I don't think he liked it so he, he just went back to South America and basically just stayed at Boca the rest of his career and I think people forget you know they remember that maybe that short stint in Europe where ah oh, yeah he, he didn't make it in Europe well it's not about making it you know if you can play at the at Boca for as long as he did whether you f- whatever you want to call it failed in Europe or not you are a serious baller because I don't think he would have faced any more pressure anywhere in the world than he would have pl- faced at Boca being who he was you know there's well, no other people, club in the world where he would have had more pressure on him than he well, or, but, that he played under all the time yeah well the weird thing with him going to Barcelona at the time is you want the chopping and changing of managers there mm-hmm. because you remember Bobby Robson goes in there Brings Ronaldo and Rivaldo in. Yeah. And Not Rivaldo, I haven't heard that name in years. Oh yeah, it's Romario and all those type yeah. of players. Yeah. And you, you go and you, then you go and read that they didn't want Bobby Robson. They were going for Van Gaal, and they couldn't get him for another year. <laughs> I mean, you I think know. about how highly thought of. And Gaul was before yeah. it just the shit went out on him. Yeah. And I mean before I the Man him. United Van Gaal, which I mean he had some moments, but oh yeah. Talk about tarnishing your star. Yeah, uh, well here's the funny thing about that. Remember Sir Alex originally tried to retire once fifteen years before? Mm-hmm. He tried to retire and he had a contract and McGall in like 2003 to come in. Yeah. And I mean, that's right after Barcelona. So the problem is that um, when, because I've read this about Raquel, is Raquel was bought for another manager. And then when he comes in, Van Gaal takes him and doesn't like him and threw him yeah. out on the wing because that's not what Raquel me was. You can't no. throw him out wide because he was not a fast guy, but he stretched the imagination. He had a fast brain. He might not have had fast feet, but yeah, yeah. no, you want him orchestrating, not running down the wing. Uh, you, yeah. yeah. You, you throw that him happens down to still, so many players too. Yeah. That, that you, manager change, you know, you throw, yeah, you throw, you threw him down to um, the reality. He was excellent. Yeah. 
But the funny thing about Raquel me is that when he returns, he is subbed on for uh, he is subbed on for Maradona, who's leaving on his last game. Yeah. Raquel me retires, and Martin Palermo comes. Oh back. yeah, another uh, Boca just, guy who. It, it just keeps. It just keeps. I I was playing the loop there, Raquel, yeah. and then Palermo comes off for Tevez on one of his, one of his <laughs> like three or four or five returns. I mean, Tevez yeah. is not even retired. Yeah. He's still looking for his next team. I mean, nobody's going to touch him. He's old. And, yeah. and the fact he never came to America is weird. I mean, he should have at least once yeah. hopped in here. That would have been fun. I mean, I always liked Tevez. You know, he was such a fun player to watch. But, yeah, it would have been cool. Uh, but yeah, Palermo is another one. Went to Europe for a minute and said, ah, "I'm going back to Boca." And yeah, you know, <clears throat> I remember trying to play him with him in FIFA, trying to transfer him to my team. Yeah, your team's not good enough. I kept getting, he's not, he doesn't want to go to that club. It's not big enough. All right, fair enough. Yeah, that's why. That's why on. That's why on FIFA, I was always part um, Boca Juniors because you can yeah. never get those players. You can never get. You never could get Pato. They're a goalkeeper of that time. Never could get him to come over. Yeah, no. I loved the the Boca little. Uh, was it on Netflix or was it on Amazon? It was Netflix. It was Netflix. They had like two or three there. Yeah, I really liked it. You know, I mean, if you can, a lot of people don't like subtitles, if you can wade through the subtitles, it was really cool. Uh, you know, just the I would have loved to have seen them do it when Boca and River played for the Libertadores final uh, because that that episode alone would have been awesome. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they need to do more of that. I know there is floating around online one about Penarol. That would be cool. Apache or something. I don't remember where it is, but it's floating around out there. There needs to be if it can be joined, there is loosely something on Flamengo on um, yeah. YouTube that I've seen bits and pieces. Because if you, there's a um, Flamengo history site that is all Portuguese, of course, that I've been basically, I've been lobotomizing that damn thing. Because <laughs> whoever is the writer behind it is one of the most thorough detailed history writers I've ever read in the sport. Yeah, that's good. This guy freaking rivals um, these football times because he will do like a famous game for Flamengo or like Mm -hmm. there's one um, to open up the um, camp now back in whenever. Um, Flamengo played Brunley. Brunley or Brunley. Mm-hmm. And there's a thousand word article on it. Wow. Out of the, I mean, I'm reading this stuff going, damn. I'm like, okay, cut, paste, cut, paste. I'm going to just do, I'm just going to research this and write it in my own words. Because, yeah, good Lord. Because go. there's everything on those. And you, that's the thing. That's why when people, because I know I'm going to be asked this when I, when this next one comes out, 
I'm not saying anything online, folks. I know I've said there's something big coming. Trust me. Duffy knows what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying anything online either. Yeah. Trust me. Once this comes out, I'm going to have to explain. I'm going to have to explain my issues of going, not my issues of going down there, but why I'm doing it. But there needs to be a little bit more like, like, um, some, I, and I doubt you could do it because there's not much. It's the old Santos teams. Yeah. The uh, Bele Santos. Bele, <laughs> Neymar. Tos- yeah. The Tostado Cruzeiro teams of the uh, late 60s and 70s that basically took over yeah. down there. Because there's a lot of stuff. And I think there is someone from one of the uh, New York City teams, not teams, yep. um, schools that is going to try to write the Penarol one. Going to try to write up a Penarol book. Yeah. So I keep I kept poking her because she's a Penarol fan. I'm like, dude, you're an That'd academic. Cool. I'm like, dude, you're an academic and you speak the language. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. Uh, I think it was Penarol. Could have been Essie and all, but I think it was Penarol. I heard through the, the the Twitter rumor mill that they'd reached out to the Sounders to see if they could get Ladero on loan. And Sounders said no. <laughs> They're like, yeah, no. He's missed all the. Ha- he missed basically the season. Uh, with his knee issues, we want that knee healthy, you know, because the season starts, you know, MLS season starts in February. It's yep. the earliest start ever, you know, uh, because I, I don't know if they're trying to align themselves more with the international calendar. And I think this uh, Cutter World Cup has kind of thrown the world for a loop because, you know, I, I, I don't think the European teams ever thought it was going to come off. I think they figured – uh, something would happen, they would pull it out and put it somewhere else, you know. Oh, yeah. Didn't, you know. And you know when European teams, because um, I saw one, I don't know if it was a Twitter rumor or just uh, somebody, but, you know, you see that Italy and Portugal, one of them's not going to the World Cup, most likely, because of the whole, they're in the playoffs, and I think they're playing each other. Uh, which would knock out one of them. But oh, somebody yeah. suggested that maybe CONCACAF give up one of their spots to Europe. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, no, you get enough spots anyway. That's that's what makes a World Cup special, is that big teams can miss it. I mean, the Netherlands have missed a World Cup. England's missed a World Cup. You know, Italy's missed a World Cup. We've missed a World Cup. So oh, it yeah. happens, you know. Uh, and speaking of Europe, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about the, mess, the messed up draw. I mean, that was the most CONCACAF moment ever. I remember a few years ago, I watched it on like on Univision or Unima, some Spanish language channel, where they did the CONCACAF draw. And they did the draw, and it's all done, and everybody's excited. And then they have the group stages, and they have Tijuana and LA Galaxy in the same group, which, according <laughs> to the CONCACAF rules, they, you can't put Mexican – and USA in the same group, which, to be honest, as a group stage, I think that was crap because I looked at that dress and this is awesome. And then they said, oh, no, we violated the rules. So they did another one like two days later, and that was the one. Uh, so it happens in in, in uh, UEFA, the Champions League draw, or what, and then all of a sudden everything, well, we can't do that. So they just throw it out and they do it again. Like, uh, what's the problem, guys? You know, in those, I don't know, 
the way they do the draw with the balls, I mean, not not that I would ever think that a, a governing body in soccer would do anything that wasn't above movie. board. Not that I ever think that would happen, but come on, guys. Uh, what, you didn't like the – you didn't get the matchups you wanted? Yeah. Did or you know that yeah. or Simeone did not want to play um, Bayern Munich. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here reading that going, no shit, no one does. Yeah, no exactly. The only time you want to play Bayern Munich is if you happen to play him in the finals. Like, All right, well, we're in the final. We'll play him now, you know, yeah. uh, and take our chances. Yeah, you get a one-off with them. Yeah. yeah. But you're now down to the you groups where you got two legs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna, uh, I don't not know. Gonna it was And so, like, yeah. originally Liverpool had um, Leipzig, and then it was – I'm like, okay. Yeah, which sense. is not a, it's not a, that's not a gimme, you know, Leipzig is, no. is, is tricky, you know, or they had, or it was a Leipzig or Salzburg that they had. It was one of the Red Bulls. Yeah, it was one of the Red Bulls. It was one of the ones that Liverpool basically has now graduated from stealing everybody from um, Southampton. And now they just go over to one of them. And go, All right. Yeah. That's, that's right. your next. Where they got, uh, was it Sadio Mane? And, you know, yeah, I think it was Leipzig then. Yeah, because they fleece Leipzig all the time. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Took Kione out of them. Um, God, it would take a lot out of there. Yeah. They always end up working. So it's like, because, that I mean, that's where Jurgen Klopp knows because he, yeah. obviously, he's German. But, I mean, he coached there for a while. So, I mean, I would. I would, I would think, but it, it just was. I'm reading that going. Really, yeah. I mean, you would think of all the crap that has happened on that um, Copa lid had mm-hmm. wouldn't have had that problem sometime in the last 15 years. I mean, you've got legitimately military juntas down there in the freaking 70s and 80s. Yeah. You had a whole country disappear 90% in in a stadium they went in and used a little bit later. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, no. Argentina pulled themselves in the 70s from it. Yeah. Because they, because they, wouldn't, because they wouldn't deal with it. I mean... The military the, junta in Chile, I remember... Uh, not a soccer story, but my cousin's husband was when he lived when they lived in South Africa. He worked for a steel manufacturer, and he was always getting sent out somewhere to sell steel. And they did a lot of stuff through third parties, obviously because a lot because of apartheid. A lot of countries wouldn't deal with them directly. They would still deal, and they would buy stuff from South Africa. They just might buy it from a third party. So hey, well our hands are clean. We bought this from Chile, or whatever. So he's in Chile, and. They're having a military coup, and he's there. And uh, he's like, uh, and they're like, yeah, just stay in the hotel. You guys should be okay. They're, and he goes, yeah, I just went outside and walked around and, and watched the coup. He goes, they weren't interested in me. You know, I'm just some guy, you know, whoever is in charge, they're going to want to do business with us. So he just went, kind of went out and checked out the tanks rolling down the street. And uh, I would have stayed in the hotel because I'm, I, I don't necessarily want to be that close to tanks. Uh, yeah. Not that would be better fun, actually maybe. live. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun maybe for like 15 minutes and then it'd yeah. be like, okay. Okay, I'm done get now. Get my ass out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
but he's my, telling me the story and i'm just dying i'm like oh my god weren't you scared and he goes no nah, they weren't really interested in me yeah it doesn't mean a you can't catch something stray you know uh but yeah no it's crazy because i remember they did a documentary about chile when they made the world cup and a lot of those players uh talked about the the experiences under the, the old military or the old regime and where this national stadium was used because kind of like as a torture camp or whatever. And it was a way they kind of came full circle, uh, you know, when they were done. So, yeah, it was crazy. Um, speaking oh, of South yeah. America, uh, Nelson Valdez, I think, is having a testimonial in Paraguay. Uh, He's having a game. I don't know what what the whole deal is because I know Ozzy Alonso had just. I saw it on on uh, Valdez's Instagram because you know I, he was still. I mean, he, his numbers weren't great with the Sounders, but he was still one of my favorite uh, Sounders. But yeah, he's having a like a final game, and you know I think Ozzy Alonso came to play in it. So you know, yeah, uh, he's still a Sounder. He still etched himself in Sounders lore, even if he only scored four goals in his. Uh, well, I think it was four. Or it was a five. Might have been five. No, he scored. His very it's crazy because he had that season where he scored nothing. His very first game as a Sounder against Orlando, he scores on a header. So he, that's one. Then he scored one in the playoffs against LA. So that's two. And then he had that drought all year. Mm. You know, he had a big drought. And then he scored in the Open Cup against Salt Lake. So there's three. And then. Uh, you know, the the team's just in free fall. Schmidt gets fired. You know, Schmetzer comes in, and then he hasn't scored. He's playing. You know, he had a couple of sitters uh, in, our, in Orlando and just didn't bury him, you know. And I almost got in a fight with Eddie Johnson in the locker room. I mean, Eddie wasn't even playing. He just came in and, and was talking crap. Uh, and Valdez was like, oh, I'm not putting up with that. Uh, you know, and they had to separate him. And then, you know, Kansas City, bam, game winner. Oh, and then Dallas, bam, scores a goal. So he scored big goals. He didn't score a lot of them, but he scored big goals. Kind of like Zach Scott. Didn't score a lot of goals, but I mean, he had a lot of game winners or game tires. So Nice. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what makes you – yeah, but all of that is that's, – that's what's fun about South America is you'll, you'll watch one of these games mm-hmm. or you'll sit, pop on to instant – pop on to online and be like, wait a minute. Yeah, he's I love like, like Alvayor was down there last year. He's like forty. Yeah, no, I mean when Valdez left, he went back to Uruguay or Paraguay, and he played like four more years. I think he just retired this year. You know, so yeah, that's those weird ones that you will. Because that's the great thing about FIFA and football managers. You'll like we, you'll like look around in some of those teams, and you'll be like. Mm-hmm. The hell? <laughs> He's still around? Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's you know, it's kind of like that Brazilian guy, or the, it's kind of like when Joe Cole was at Tampa. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. A, I think he just wanted to go to Tampa. You know. Yeah. Did you watch uh, the yeah. uh, USL final by any chance? I watched bits and pieces of it because I had the um a new substitutes pod up on. Yeah. To watch, oh, there you to, go. Uh, <laughs> see Those to poor see guys. That. I mean, everyone thought that was just going to be their coronation. And Orange County, man, they just took it to them. 
I was yeah. kind of, I mean, I think Orange County was good, but I was kind of shocked that they, they, you know, they just ran right through them. And I'm, I know that the Tampa, the announcers uh, for Tampa, because they were the ones doing the feed, they were shocked as well. So, you know, it's like, what does Phoenix yeah. have to do to win the title? You know, you think about Phoenix and the USL, they have been, if not the franchise, one of the top franchises, you know, literally since uh, they became Phoenix Rising. You know, they went through Arizona United. And when they finally found their little niche, they got their own little stadium in Phoenix. They've been, on, they've been lights out. And they just always managed to figure out how to not get it done in the final, you know. So. Exactly. And I mean, it's. It's like Louisville. Louisville, though, if they make it to the final, they generally win it because yeah. that team is built for finals. They still should be up there at MLS and not Cincinnati, but yeah, uh, no. that's, neither, that's neither here nor there on that. Didn't Phoenix get one with Drogba? Uh, I don't know if they've – I think they made it to the final. I don't know if they won. I'd have to go look it back. You know. Yeah, but that's, that's probably another – discussion for another time but you know that's been kind of a weird year i mean i never thought we would get into the end of the year and see newcastle having the most money in the world in the epl i mean that's just like weird i mean we've seen these projects come in and come in i'm gonna go i mean remember years ago when Notch county was trying to make themselves that big one and they just Mm -hmm. Apart, so yeah, I mean, I it's think just... they're not even in the league anymore, or one of those no. Welsh teams are now in the conference or whatever it is. Yeah, they're like <laughs> all the way down in that, yeah. and it's it just yeah, because I um one of the books I got through um pitch publishing because they just love sending me free soccer books. So hey, nothing wrong I'll with that. that. I'll, I'll take that. I mean, yeah. I don't get as greedy. I'm not as greedy as I should be. Nah, it's probably good. If you're not super greedy, you'll probably get them. They'll probably keep coming. So when you get super greedy, they think, wow, you know, then they get all offended and they don't send you anymore. Oh, yeah. It's funny. And it started out, I was just going to get one buck, and now I'm another 13 in. <laughs> they have sent me. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I mean, I'll take it. I'm now, oh, you know, I opened up another one of my. Um, bookshelves here because i'm looking at it going oh all that stuff could be filed somewhere else i'm like great <laughs> well i gotta go i gotta go empty the free book bins around town and just start filling this one back up so so anyway but no mm-hmm. this bit it's a lot of this has been fun this year but you know what let's do a second one this month let's all let's right. do one towards the end of the month and see if we can get someone on because I'm getting right. tired, and I'm sure I'm sure you want to get your um, postman to bring your package. Yeah, I'm in. looking out the window. He's house still hasn't shown up yet. Last time they did that, I fell asleep, and then my son's girlfriend came to get something, and it's sitting on my porch. And the thing is, I'm supposed to sign for it because I'm you have to you have to have a signature of somebody over 21. Which I've gotten a bunch of these from this company, uh, yeah. and I've signed for half of them because once they said, "Yeah, we'll deliver today." Uh, okay, we delivered yesterday. You weren't here. We'll bring it today. All right, great. So I made arrangements. I'm home. They never showed up. They brought it the next day, and they just left it there. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, whatever, man. 
But at least you get at least you get it sent to you once a month. Yeah. So That's true. I would I would love to do that. I would love to I would love to have a good enough job where I can get just beer sent to me. Get a beer of a month. Get a six pack yeah. of a month, Rob. It's crazy. I I don't know if you know the app Untapped. I mean, we can finish with this. It's not soccer related, yeah. but they gave me my year in review, like how many check ins, because I always check, especially if I try a new beer, I always check in on, on yeah. Untapped. And they say, yeah, you've had 252 check ins this year. And I'm like, oh wow, or whatever it was. I can't remember. Might have been the average number is 45. And I went, oh my god, you make me look like an alcoholic, you know. And my, I was telling it to the bartender. Of course, probably not the guy to tell it to. He goes, oh, no, that just means you're diligent. Yeah, I'll take one of those. You know, I'll take that new stout you just my, at the Airways, which is a local local brewery here in my town. Uh, I'll take the stout that you just made. It was really good. So, I love that. I love that. That's, I mean, as much as my generation has messed, Without with beer, because there's mm. a lot of the stuff that you look back and go, really? Yeah. Well, I wow. mean, you think about when I was 21, beer was beer. You know, Budweiser, yeah. Miller, whatever. It was all the same. I mean, I remember when yeah. Red Hook came out, and Red Hook was like this weird. Oh, it's this microbrewery, and you know, I wouldn't even call Red Hook a microbrewery anymore. They don't even call it that. They call it a macro brewery. I don't even know what that means. I think that might mean how many barrels they make or something, you know. And Red Hook was such a uh, a like wow, you know, thing. You know, I just remember going to their little tap room in Fremont, uh, or the and had a pitcher, and it was a glass pitcher full, and it. Glass is heavy when it's full of beer. It's like all I could do to get it to the table without spilling. You get it to the table without spilling, you don't get cut off. You know exactly, and that, that's that's even the funner. That's the same thing with when you get draft. Um, oh, I was going to say Corona, but draft Guinness is that those those aren't those aren't um, light beers by any stretch yeah. of imagination. I do want to go oh. to Ireland and have a Guinness before I die. A real Guinness from Ireland. I wanted yeah. to this year also, and I'm not getting to close to Yeah, that I hear you. Duffy, Duffy knows the store behind that one and how yeah. that one was. Uh, well, maybe it, we're going heading back that way with the new variant. Who knows? I mean, God, COVID, COVID's <laughs> been canceling games in the EPL left and right. Uh, so whatever. Who knows what's going on? So, yeah. Yeah, whatever at this point. It's almost yeah. like we're going to have to live with it. Wait, well, yeah. well, let's talk at the end. Let, let's see. All how, right. many, how many months do we have up? Oh, what? Not on this phone. Anyway, we'll talk. We'll talk. We're going to have fun this month and see what we can yeah. ramp up. The we end got of a couple the year, weeks but, left in the month, so we can yeah. have one more. Our year yeah. end, year end review. Yeah, exactly. And but this was fun, and I'll well, I, well, we'll get this out sometime. Cool. Hopefully, I won't forget and be no, like, I'll oh get it crap. Out. All right. Talk to you later. All right, sounds good.